0: Welcome to episode 22 of Early Stoppage. I'm your host, Derek Moody, and on today's episode, I had the honor of speaking to undefeated lightweight boxer and now junior welterweight contender Ryan Blue Chip Martin. We spoke about his astonishing amateur career, switching coaches and training camps, being around Triple G full-time, as well as entering the World Boxing Super Series. This was a great episode where I was able to see the focus and determination Blue Chip has, which will lead to further success. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Joining me today is undefeated, lightweight, now junior welterweight, Ryan Blue Chip Martin. Welcome to Early Stoppage.
1: Hey, glad to be on, glad to be on.
0: Alright, I'd like to start the show off by getting to know the person behind the fighter, so we'll kick this off with some random questions, and work our way back to boxing. Okay. Okay, is there a musical artist that you're currently listening to? Ah, oh yeah, right now, Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> the victory lap?
1: Yeah, the victory lap, man, that uh, gets me going in the morning. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he got some good lyrics and good motivation music.
0: You have a favorite track on the album? Mine is Hustle and Motivate.
1: 4 a.m. is my, the one I listen to the most, but uh, overall, the whole album is pretty good. And uh, some of his old music is really good. And uh, he just, I just like him right now. He, he's hot.
0: Um, what's the last movie that you watched?
1: Last movie. Oh, the last movie I seen was uh, the Denzel Washington new movie. Um, Equalizer? Yeah, the Equalizer 2, which I, I didn't think it was better than the first one, but, you know, I, I, I have to see all Denzel Washington movies because he's one of, the, one of the best actors in the world.
0: Uh, what's your biggest fear?
1: Biggest fear? Um, letting people down.
0: Uh, what's your favorite cheat meal? <laughs>
1: It has to be chicken pong. <laughs> okay. That's my favorite. Uh,
0: what's your favorite sport aside from boxing?
1: Uh, oh, man. It's between basketball and football.
0: Do you have a favorite pro team for each sport, for basketball and for football?
1: Football is definitely the Oakland. I mean, it used to be the Oakland Rays Now, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, and I only like them because of their colors. Since I was a little boy, I, I just liked the black and gray and the history behind the team. Uh, basketball? Uh, you know, I I just I'm a LeBron fan, so whatever team he go to, (laughs) I'm a fan of that team.
0: Okay, so it looks like you're a Laker fan now.
1: (laughs) Definitely a Laker fan now. Also, I'm a Rams fan too because of a team invited me out to the training camp last year, and uh, you know, they're just friendly. The staff was good, so I'm also a Rams fan too. Now, how did you get into boxing? I got into boxing at the age of eight years old. My older brother, um. Was boxing before me, and I followed him to the gym one day, and I uh, fell in love with the sport ever since. Now, what was the first boxing fight you ever saw? First boxing fight I ever saw. Oh man, that's ah. Uh, I would have to say I can't even remember my first boxing match. But in what I can remember, like clear as day, was Floyd and Gotti. That's the first one I can remember uh, clear as day, but I'm pretty sure it's been some before that. But that's the one that sticks out to me.
0: Now, who's your favorite boxer growing up?
1: Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. Why? Because of the man he was in and outside the ring. Uh, I feel like he had it all.
0: All right. Now, you won 202 amateur boxing fights. How would you describe your amateur career?
1: My amateur career, it, it was okay. I lost to Robert Easter to go to the... Uh, Olympic trials, uh, so that was a big letdown. But know, uh, I come from a real amateur, a real amateurish boxing background in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So uh, I, I didn't have the the pro environment like some of the other fighters have, who was in Cincinnati and uh, the other gyms around the country.
0: Was it a hard decision to go pro, or did you feel the timing was perfect when you announced that you'd be going pro?
1: Uh. I felt like the the timing was perfect, you know, I was very um I was done with the amateurs at that time cuz uh, a lot of things are changing and uh you know I felt like it was something new. I mean, a new beginning for me, something new uh to get me excited about the sport of boxing again. In
0: 2010, you won the under 19 gold medal. How was that experience for you?
1: Oh, that, was, that experience was uh it was a really good experience um uh, for me and my team, my coach. Um uh, you know, it was just overall achievement at a very young age
0: currently you're up in big bear how long have you been doing your camps up in big bear
1: uh actually i've been doing my camps up here for maybe two years but uh before i got here full time i was doing the split camp between here and cleveland ohio but uh i recently just made able my full-time trainer i've been here full-time since january and uh things are going great i've been growing as a fighter getting stronger Uh, You know, faster and smarter, and uh, everything's going well since I've been there. Okay,
0: now what impact has Abel Sanchez had on you? um, Seeing how you've already been 22 fights deep, and now you know he's kind of taking you to bring you to the
1: next level. Uh, His biggest impact on me is uh, the mental toughness. uh, You know, getting through things mentally uh, before physically. um, You know, and he just makes me. he, he he pushes me. Beyond the limits, like, everybody's up here, we push each other to the max, like, over the max, actually. And, uh, you know, just being around other world champions and other top contenders, you know, uh, it get, it gets you going. It definitely gets you going because you want what they have.
0: Now, how's it been training with Triple G?
1: <laughs> it, it's been great. Uh, to train alongside him, you have to, you know, push yourself just as hard as he pushing himself. You know just to be around somebody like that in the sports you know he he doesn't he doesn't act like like he's a superstar fighter like he's not a private person uh you know he just want to work hard and uh stay out the limelight
0: now how do you see the rematch between Triple G and Canelo going
1: great great fight again uh actually I thought Triple G won the first fight not sure if Canelo was taking stuff or not but he actually looked a lot smaller than he did in his previous fight I don't know if people noticed that or not but uh No, I'm Triple G regardless uh, by unanimous decision. Because Canelo is a very tough fighter, very good competitor. Um, I'm just backing Triple G because that's what's saving me, and I I got his back.
0: One weird thing I noticed was before they even fought, there were a lot of people saying there's no way they would let Triple G win the decision in Las Vegas against Canelo.
1: Yes, yes, I I definitely heard that too. Uh, And it it made sense because Golden Boy is running the show. so... No, I thought Triple G won that fight clear. I can see why they would let him win, uh, you know, fight two, make more money again. So, uh, boxing business.
0: Now, within your training camp up there, have you had any exposure training with any mixed martial artists?
1: Uh, actually, no. Um, no, I have uh, no martial artists, mixed martial artists, been up here since I've been here. Uh, last person I know that's been here was Ronda Rousey, but uh, I-, I wasn't here at the time that she came.
0: Okay, because I know lately uh, a lot of mixed martial artists have been training with boxers just to work on their, you know, their technique. So I was just curious if any had been up there.
1: Yeah, not not here, Big Bear. That I've, since I've been here, none have come.
0: Now, who's played the biggest role in your skill development throughout your career?
1: Uh, my skill development. Uh, I feel like multiple people have, but uh. Early on in my career, uh, my previous coach, Joseph Dale, got. you know, he put his hands on me to develop more skills coming out of the amateurs. And uh over time I just had different sparring, uh going to different training camps, show I mean, developing different skills as I was in those training camps and different sparring. So uh it's it's been uh accumulation of a lot of different people and a lot of different things that I've been through since I turned pro.
0: Now, was it a hard decision? Switching over to Abel Sanchez?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Um, to me, I don't think so because when I first came here, I adapted to the environment very well. You know, it's it's, it's a very private, secluded, hardworking, you know, ball-to-the-walls environment. And, uh, you know, some fighters need that to focus and get better. And uh, this environment suited me very well because uh, – up here in Big Bear, it's nothing to do but eat, sleep, and drink boxing. Uh, there's no distractions here. Uh, you know, we stay in the house six days a week, and we train six days a week hard. And uh, the gym is in the house, so you know, I, ha- I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to travel. I don't worry about a car or groceries or food or anything. I just had to get to the gym in the morning and walk downstairs. <laughs> that
0: sounds like the, the ideal spot for anybody who wants to be a great boxer because there's nothing to do but box.
1: <laughs> It actually is. It's a uh, it's really mental game here. Uh, you know, the cold winters, the cold nights and cold mornings getting out running in the snow. You have to be tough. You have to be tough to 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 spend four or five months here in the cold, uh, running in the snow in the morning. Uh, it's definitely tough. It's not for everybody.
0: Now you're going to be a part of the second installment of the World Boxing Super Series for the junior welterweights. How do you feel about this single elimination style tournament?
1: Uh, I'm very excited about the whole tournament, the uh, the platform. I feel like it's very good for the sport of boxing because you have the matchups that you want or the world wants to see the, the boxing fans want to see. And from it, the first ins- installment of the Super Series, I feel like it was very exciting for the Super, super for the Cruiserweights. I wish the United States was more involved in it uh, TV-wise. I'm excited to be a part of it. I feel like I'm a – I know that I'm an underdog. People are sleeping on me because I just moved up to the junior weight division, but uh, it's no problem for me at all.
0: Okay, now was it a hard process to get selected for this tournament?
1: Actually, I don't know if it was a hard process or not. Uh, when I first heard about it, Abel told me that potentially they could be doing one at the 140 pound division. And I said, I definitely want in. I didn't know anything about it. Details wise, but I definitely want in. I told my manager, I told Tom Loeffler, "Uh, you no, know, I want to be in the tournament. And uh, a few months later, uh, the turn, I got an email from the tournament saying you've been invited to participate in the second season. Uh, I was so excited, you know, just to, to be a part of it because this is what you work your whole career for is to get big fights like this, to get big paychecks and get your name out there as much as possible.
0: But yeah, this is the perfect situation. Now, what do you think separates you from the other fighters in this tournament?
1: I think all the other fighters, I'm i am the most athletic. I'm the fastest. Uh, I might not be the strongest, but uh, those two things going to play big parts. They don't know much about me at all because I just moved up to the 40-pound division and, uh, they're sleeping on me. They, I'm an underdog, and I uh, feel like that's my advantage.
0: Yeah, now several analysts say Regis Progray is the most dangerous fighter at 140 pounds. How do you think you stack up against him?
1: Uh, Regis, he's a very, very good fighter from, from the fights I've seen. He likes to get hit, but he also gives punishment back. Stacking up against him, you know, I, I feel like it'll be a chess match. It'll be ring IQ versus ring IQ, uh, power versus speed. It'll be an exciting fight. Uh, I'm thinking, actually thinking about it right now. I'm just sitting here. I can visualize the fight. And that's the matchup that's going to happen in the, in the finals. And uh, it's going to be a big fight.
0: Yeah, when I saw that you guys were on opposite sides of the bracket, I was kind of picturing that. I was thinking, this could going be the final right here. You know, if everyone's healthy, if everything goes the way we kind of can see it going, this is
1: the final. Ain't supposed to go. Uh, first, I have to get past the first round, and second round, and uh, you know, I'll be in the finals. But uh, one fight at a time, I got to take care of business.
0: Now, in the quarterfinals, you're set to face Josh Taylor, who's also a southpaw and the closest in size and reach to yourself. How do you how do you see this fight going?
1: Uh, it, it's gonna be uh, a straight boxing match. I know Josh like to be aggressive at times. He likes to load up on a lot of punches, so I have to just be smart and be in my Ps and cues and. You know, just just be sharp through the whole through the whole fight from from round one to wherever the fight ends. Uh, you know, he's a great competitor, great fighter. I seen his last fight against Pistol. I, seen, uh, I thought it was a very close fight, a lot closer than what some of the media outlets put it to be. But overall, it's going to be an exciting fight. It's going to be exciting for the 140-pound division, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just waiting on the date in the venue.
0: Now, the winner of this tournament would emerge with the IBF and WBA belts, so the next move would possibly be fighting Jose Ramirez for the WBC belt. Obviously, this is down the road, but if you did win this tournament, would that be the next move for you?
1: Uh, the next move, yes, definitely to try to get all the belts in. Uh, but first, I'm going to talk to my team, and that will, yeah, that's only, the only move next you can make is, you no know, fight for the other belts is uh, the only next move. So, yeah, it, it, it makes sense, and it makes sense to me and my team and the other team. Uh, you know, we're going to make it happen.
0: Now, it's also been said that the fighters in this tournament are far more dangerous than the WBC and WBO champions, so unifying the belts shouldn't be too difficult or whoever wins the tournament. Do you agree or disagree with that?
1: I agree with that because the fighters in this tournament are hungry. All the fighters up there are hungry. Everybody wants to win. Uh, at the draw gala this past July, you know, we all got to meet each other, and you can feel the tension between everybody. So all the fighters in this tournament are hungry. They want to be world champions. Some of I mean, I think two are fighting for a title that's mandatory to fight for a vacant title. No, Everybody just want to be on top want to be the the new king of 140 since Terrence Crawford left.
0: Yep, that's true. Now, currently, you're 22-0 with 12 knockouts. Your career has been nothing short of stellar. What goals do you have within the sport of boxing?
1: My biggest goal now uh, in the sport of boxing is at the end of my career, I want to be in the Hall of Fame. Somehow, I want to be in the Hall of Fame. That's... Uh, end of the day, that's where I want to be. I want to be a world multi world champion. Um, you know, just be a role model for people, kids, and uh, you know, people who who are doubted.
0: Now, what do you feel is your biggest accomplishment so far within your career?
1: Biggest accomplishment so far? Um, I don't feel like I have one yet. I feel like this tournament will be. I'm I'm waiting to win the tournament. That'd be my biggest accomplishment so far boxing you can never hold on to your accomplishments because they always waiting for what's next
0: yeah that's very true now aside from your own fight are there any fights you're looking forward to
1: um i'm looking forward to the the baron check and Yigit fight because after i win this fight that'll be my next opponent uh i think the terry flanagan progress fight gonna be good because flanagan is a good competitor uh even though i think regis wins the other fight should be interesting too, but that's uh the Baron Check and Yiggy fight is the one I'm looking forward to.
0: Now, if somehow in the future Mikey Garcia and Errol Spence fight, who do you pick in that fight?
1: Uh I pick Errol Spence because of man, it's the size. Is that's that's Errol Spence is a heavy, heavy puncher. He's he's a big guy uh Mikey's Mikey's what he started his career at 126 or 1 130 or somewhere around there maybe even smaller than that and uh you know i just <laughs> i just don't see that being a good idea for Mikey even though Mikey's a uh excellent fighter uh that may be too big of a, a too big of a, a a bite for him uh Earl Spence is, is he is the truth <laughs>
0: okay now who would your dream fight be against my
1: dream fight, oh man, um, uh, my dream fight would be if I could make the weight, Deontay Wilder. <laughs> Ooh,
0: Deontay
1: Wilder, okay. Yeah, uh, because as a little boy, uh, you know, heavyweights—that was my first fight. Watching heavyweights and they ruled boxing, and uh, you know, they make the most money and they are the most exciting because they hit so hard, not because they're flashy. Or anything, but they produce knockouts. So uh, if I could make him way, Beyonce Wilder be my. Even though I'm, I'm, I'm friends with Deontay Wilder. We text every now and then. I would like to fight him if I could make, if I could make that. But, but re- realistically, um, my dream fight would be probably somebody at the top dog at 147.
0: All right. Now, how can your fans stay up to date with you on social media?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, uh, definitely. i like for my fans to stay up update with me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Blue Chip Boxer. Follow me. Stay tuned in for the announcement for the, the tournament. Um, you know, I like all the support I can get, and, uh, you know, just stay tuned. Blue Chip going to be here. Okay.
0: Well, I appreciate you being on Early Stoppage today, and I wish you the best in the World Boxing Super Series.
1: Thank you so much.
0: All right. That'll wrap up today's episode
1: with Ryan Blue Chip
0: Martin. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Until next time, peace.